Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready? Let's go! From the IMLD Home Studios, in its ninth season, you are listening to, in much less detail, the podcast, where we cut through the noise and give you your NFL breakdown in much less detail. Your football party is live with your hosts, Jay and Dre. Welcome in, y'all. Good evening. Championship Sunday is tomorrow in the NFL. The NFC and AFC championships on the line. A lot of people said that they thought going in that the Bills-Chiefs game last week was sort of the AFC title game, and uh, they sure play like it. Uh, man, I we're, we're barely recovering from that incredible weekend of football last week. We'll get into all of that and pick our games tomorrow, make our picks for that Hot hour, in and out, very quick football party tonight, so listen even closely and more carefully than normal. You are listening to In Much Less Detail, the podcast. We are here with you live on a Saturday night, January the 29th, 2022. I'm Dre, he's Jay, and man, what a weekend of football. We try not to be, uh, we try not to have the hyperbole going. We, we abhor it when we see it, but it is really hard to not call that one of, if not the greatest weekends of football uh, that we've ever seen in that game, specifically Bills and Chiefs. Uh, Jay, your uh, your impressions of last weekend? Uh, you know, I don't like to be the contrarian, Uh-oh. but I'll say it was one of the greatest days of football. Saturday was shit. Those were crap games. <laughs> just because just because games are close, and just because games end on last second field goals does not make them uh, good games. Both, neither one of those games with Cincinnati and Tennessee or San Francisco and Green Bay would qualify as a good game in week six. Th- those were poorly played football games all around. Uh, you know, the, the, Bengal, the, the Titans defense and the Packers defense, they both showed up. <laughs> um, the, the, the Niners did not score an offensive touchdown. And basically just, you know, they basically won the game off of just special team snafus of Green Bay. And their defense played well, too, in San Francisco. But that wasn't a good game. It was a very hard – both of those games, Cincinnati, Tennessee, and San Francisco, Green Bay, were very hard watches. I think people just get excited because it's playoff football and and the games are close. Uh, How many times did Tennessee sack Joe Burrow? What was eight? That would be nine. Nine? Yeah. No. Not not good, uh, not good football on, on on Saturday. Now Sunday, that's a different story. Uh, I was glad that the Rams ended up coming back and, and, and not coming back, but finding the wherewithal to, to win that game because I was not again going to want to have to listen to the, the all the Tom Brady you know comeback stuff because it would have all been fiction because Tom Brady wasn't the one out there stripping Cam Akers. 
Tom Brady wasn't the one out there who hurt the kicker so that he couldn't hit the, the long field goal that should have iced the game at the end. So when Matt Stafford found Cooper Cup on that deep bomb, uh, I, nobody was happier than me that we did not have to hear about the narrative of, of Tommy the GOAT bringing the team back, even though it was, again, he was present for the comeback, but he wasn't the reason they came back. Uh, that, that, that Tampa defense had a lot to say about that. Um, and again, it, you know, if, if Matt Gay's not hurt and he makes that, that 40 some yard field goal that that goes short, right. Yeah. It wasn't, didn't, didn't, didn't have a problem with the accuracy, just had no leg because he was hurt, just which would have put them. Yeah. Which would have put them up, I believe 10 at that point, And then the game's over and, you know, he just knew it's like, Oh my God. Okay. He's going to miss it. And then, yeah, it was like, it just all went to the script, but, uh, for some reason, the Tampa defense decided to leave Cooper Cup on a single high safety, and thank God for it. <laughs> and I, the, the the Sunday night game was great. Uh, that's probably the most to unpack of all the games from the weekend. It, it really felt like a, a champ. Felt like it could have just been the Super Bowl. Like they should have just had the trophy ceremony and been like, <laughs> you know what? We're not going to top this the rest of the playoffs here chiefs you guys could just be the super bowl champions we're just going to forego the rest because we're probably not going to top this game but if there's any blight upon that game it's that it wasn't settled in regulation i mean there's only so much you can do you, you, they, yeah. they put everything they had into it and they wind that's up what i mean the, so uh... you know you you end up with that watching those two the way they battled you, you just don't want to watch a game like that come down to a coin flip because you have a feeling if Buffalo wins the coin toss, nobody's stopping them either. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and, pro- and that's sort of, and it, again, it's, it's the problem with NFL. They've never gotten overtime, right? Sudden death never felt right. The, if you kick a feet, nothing has ever felt right about NFL overtime. And the, the, the this game, best game of the season um, you watch the way those two go back and forth, and yeah, the other team never touches the ball in the overtime. So that's that's my that's the only sort of like I said, that's the only blight upon that game, as far as I'm concerned, is that that didn't end 36-33. Um, you know, with, with with that last second touchdown by the Bills, I would have been happy. I think that game would have been better had it ended that way than the fact that it went to overtime because it, it just it never really felt. That took the air out of the balloon for me, having that game go to overtime. Um, but hey, you know the Chiefs—you got to stop them. I mean, they—they they still deserve to be there. They still won the game. Uh, you could still play defense for the last 13 seconds. <laughs> you don't have to let them get into field goal range. So you could say all those things, but I think that was the only like you know down mark on that game for me. It, it was a great game. Uh, I think the the lesson here for the Buffalo Bills is this is why you don't fuck around in the regular season. This is why you don't lose to Jacksonville because (laughs) this is why you want to have this game at home. Like when, like when Buffalo beat new England and I was like, wow, this looks like the number one seed. And they they played it. They played like it on the road in Kansas city. They, they had the lead. They had the game one with 13 seconds left. That game should have been in Buffalo. So they got nobody to blame, but themselves. Very good observation. Uh, that's absolutely you, you do not want to uh, slow play it during a regular season and, and just decide uh, we're, we're not going to get up for you know we can beat the Jags asleep we, we you know with yep. one arm tied behind our back we don't really need to get up and and 
figure out how to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. And lo and behold, you go down there and, and you lose and wind up uh, in the situation where you have to go on the road here in this uh, winner-take-all uh, duel to the death with the Chiefs. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right about that. Uh, did you uh, first guess, like I did, the, uh, the 13 seconds and not – squib kicking or, or doing something to run some time off the clock and, and the, the kicking, kicking it deep. I first guessed, uh, not after the fact, but when they, when they did it, I was like, what, why, why are they doing that? Why would they not squib it and, and make some time run off? You know, 13 seconds seems like you know, almost impossible to get in the field goal range, but we yeah. saw it, it happened. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You, you um, need, if you're going to kick it deep, you, you gotta, you gotta come up with some type of a kick or some type of a coverage where you, you, you don't let them get out to the, you, you don't let them get out to the 25 or 30 yard line. You, you got to come up with something there. You got to have something in the special teams playbook, either, you know, just like a high kick where you're not going to get much of a return Yeah. or, or do, do something. Yep, uh, you know, whoops, you know, yeah. kick it along the ground and but make again, them have to pick it up. There's 13 seconds left. You're you're not right. expecting them to run the you know go 50 yards on you in 13 seconds. You're not, especially the number one defense, you know, in the league. Yep. Number one pass defense. You're like, nah, we're we're gonna hold. The, you know, they got caught again. They just like you get caught thinking the Jaguars aren't gonna do anything to you. You got caught thinking, ah, 13 seconds. They're not gonna get behind us. Yep. You know that quick. <laughs> Watch this. Uh, man, yeah, no, I, I see this too many times. You know, this used to be this. This is what uh, this was the Matt Ryan special. You know, oh yeah, you see, you see it too many times. You know, you know, you, or Aaron Rodgers did it once this year. Uh, was that that San Francisco game? Mm-hmm. No such thing you as as too, uh, yeah. you know, not too not enough time on the clock. There's no such thing as as long as there's some time, these guys can do something with the with that. Well, time. And you know what? Credit to Andy Reid because I do believe you get to that point. If you have timeouts, you're in good shape. And he had all of his timeouts. So there was he no, sure there was no panic that, you know, that, that that's the mark of a well-coached team, right? He's not burning through his timeouts because nobody said at the line, you know, they, they were, they weren't even calling timeouts on that last bills drive to, you know, leave them some time to get the ball back. It, it was stunning. You know, the Bills kept going out of bounds. <laughs> yeah. The Chiefs don't have to call any of their timeouts. It, it was pretty wild. So there's the Chiefs with timeouts, so they could work the whole field. Everything about that ending was stunning. Everything. Yeah. It was no, absolutely crazy. You know, you know, credit to the Bills. Uh, you, know, you know, Josh Allen played out of his mind both games of the postseason. Oh, my God. You project, can't play much better. Uh, project no more. <laughs> Uh, at Project never touched the ball again uh, after that fourth Gabriel Davis touchdown with 13 seconds. Right. He literally could not have done more to win the game. He literally, right. the last time he had his hands on the football, he was throwing a touchdown pass. You can't do any more. He could not possibly do any more to win that. Uh, yeah, like you said, the overtime, and somehow it does not seem right that you literally do – the last thing you do is, is scoring a touchdown, and then you're, you're you get the L. You're you're the losing quarterback in that game. Like, come on, right? That, that's, we we got to do something about that. Um, that that speed overcame that number one pass defense, though. That's what we that's what you saw with the Chiefs. Yeah, uh, 
Finally, Tyreek Hill looked like Tyreek Hill again, and that made all the difference. Mecole Hardman uh, speeding around for a for a running touchdown around the uh, around you know the, the jet sweep around the edge. The the speed of the Chiefs. That's what I've loved uh, all this time about them. And just they don't they're not consistent with it. They you know they get hurt or uh, they they throttle it down or whatever the case may be. They don't use that speed nearly as much as they could or should because nobody can touch them when they're running that fast, when they're in the open field and Tyreek Hill is throwing up the deuces and saying, yeah, I'm out. You can't catch me. You, you, there's nothing you can do. I'm leaving and you can't do anything about it. That speed is so lethal and it sets them apart from everybody else. And that, that, was, that was the difference in the game because really the Bills play any other team the way they played them and they, and they win that game probably easily. Yeah, no, I, it's it's hard to have anything, you know, bad to say about either one of those teams. You know, neither team really played bad. I mean, you know, I guess it's sort of poetic that that game went to overtime. But like you said, for Josh Allen and the Bills to, to end their season on a touchdown drive, to get the lead what, what else can you in do? a playoff game, it, yeah, and you never see the ball again because, you know, 13 seconds for a field goal and then a coin flip and and, and they go home. But, uh, you know, it, obviously the takeaway for the Bills needs to be, um, you know, the, the ferocity that they had in the playoffs and that they had in those first five or six games last season, they need to find out a way to sustain that because... Yeah, let's, let's play like that all the time, huh? How about they, that? They, 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 you know, you, that was always your knock on them. Mm-hmm. They show up kind of when they want to show up. Well, showing up when you want to show up is why you end up playing that game at Arrowhead instead of in Buffalo. And and, and maybe they, maybe that's the lesson learned for them. That that, that yeah, seeding mattered. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be back next year to uh, to address that. I'm sure they'll have some fire uh, off of this. You, you you can't help but have some fire after uh, after a loss like this. This is the type of loss that I'm not calling it, but teams that go on and and win their first championship, they look back on L's like this and say, "That's the oh, yeah. one. That's the that that galvanized us. We don't ever want to feel like that again." Uh, right. They 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 tried to make it like that last year when they took the L in, in KC to lose a conference title uh, and got sunned by the Chiefs. And, and they tried to sit there and, and take it in and make that be the, the motivating factor. And that's fine, but then you got back here and, and you took the L again, uh, you know, through no fault of their own. Again, they played a, a hell of a game. Uh, but this is uh, the type of monumental uh, world-changing L that you take, that everyone is like, oh, my God, I can't believe you lost that game. What an incredible game. Uh, that That – teams turn around and say, okay, we, we ran off that, that streak of championships that we ran off. Again, I'm not predicting this, but uh, if, if project goes on to win, you know, two or three rings in the next six or seven years, this is the L that they'll look back on and say that set us off because we could not go out like that again. Yeah. And you look at the trajectory uh, of Josh Allen and this Bills team, right? You know, I mean, he was overmatched in that first playoff run, right? Where they had that game in, against Houston. Yeah, where they they played well, but he was clearly just all arm talent, and he's overthrowing guys, and he didn't know where the ball was going. And then they take the next progression, and then this year they take another progression, and it's yeah, you, you actually can see like an arc with this team. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, I mean we're in for we're in for an awful lot of uh, 
really exciting AFC playoffs when you think about it over the next decade with the age, uh, you know, how young these guys are. Al, even Mahomes, Allen, Mahomes, you know, Herbert, Joe Burrow, you know, all this young talent. It was funny, somebody was drawing up that comparison between the AFC and the NFC. Like, the NFC is all, like, old guard, old guys, all, you know, and then the AFC is all of these hotshot young quarterbacks right now. It's going to be fun in the AFC for, for the next 10 years. Hey, Jared, golf's not old. Come on. They, they got some young uh, talent. Uh, he's in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, the right? NFC, they're not old, all no, old guard. No, 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 it's all old. <laughs> like your top teams are all, you know, it's, right, it's, it's Brady, it's Rodgers, it's Russell Wilson. You know, a, lot, a lot of these, these guys aren't Stafford's 33. <laughs> Justin Fields not old. Come on. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm trying to Is talk. Matt, I'm trying to push him up. Trying to Matt, <laughs> Matt, propel Eberflus. How do you <laughs> say it? Uh, that, is it Eberflus or Eberflus? I, I think I think it's Eberflus. Whatever. We'll have plenty of time uh, to mock it next yeah. season. It, it, it it's fine. A very very brief sidebar about Chicago and their hires. Uh, the the GM, whatever his name is, or the polls, Ryan polls it. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, supposed to be highly touted, good for him. Uh, used to play for them. <laughs> apparently, tried to try to play years ago as a as an offensive lineman, didn't make it. Eberflus, um, fine. It is, the Colts defense has been has been pretty good. Uh, so okay, that's great. Now, of course, the most important thing is who the hell is he bringing in uh, as his OC to, to correct lead Justin Fields. That's the only thing I'm I'm waiting on and worried about. Um, so you know, whatever, fine. <laughs> oh, man, that, that, that doesn't sound like the Kool-Aid, but that's, you know, you're just like, okay. Fine. I, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's not, you know what, as far as, as far as you're concerned, it doesn't matter as long as his name is not Matt Nagy. His name, their names are Ryan and Matt, but it's not Pace and Nagy, so that's good. <laughs> they wanted to keep <laughs> that's already continuity. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> they only have to change half the nameplate, so, that, so that's good. Yeah. Um. No, that's that's one of the greatest games I've ever seen. It might be the greatest game I've ever seen. The, the Bills and Chiefs. I'm, I I know it's hyperbole, but man, that, that's what I felt when I after I watched it. That's that's how I felt, and that's what I'm sticking with. Is that was yeah. uh, just an incredible, just bombs away, just every play, every touchdown, and here comes the next guy on the field. Okay, my turn. Is another touchdown. Okay, my turn. It's yeah, another back and forth. I mean, and oh. even you know, even Jim Nance was into it. <laughs> Even woke Jim Which, Nance up. That's how exciting. You know, hello, friends. You know, Jim Nance was <laughs> usually calling golf. You know, even he was excited. I mean, he was like Robo excited. I, they, they knew they were watching something when you're watching, like, two top teams playing at, at the top of their ability. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it was great. It was great football. It was by far the best game of the weekend. That's why I – but I, I did not mean to crap on the best weekend of football ever narrative because, like I said, that two, uh, two, those Saturday games were just bad. I mean, I felt great about the, the Saturday games after they were over because I've just uh, – you know, close endings and – no, they weren't the best played games, but no. you know, they, they, can't, no. they can't all no, there be – No, there was drama. You cannot deny the fact that the, the games had, had drama and, and, and game within a game, but were they good? No, those were not good football. <laughs> Uh, well, the other Sunday game, uh, well, I, I got to kill the the Bills, and I, I I murdered that shit. I jumped on that that Buffalo bandwagon. But and, I slayed the dragon. 
you finally did it. You you, you said you're going to pick Tampa and, and Tommy until they got knocked out, and you finally did it. And it only took them being down 27 to three and coming and making another incredible comeback and and almost putting that thing away uh, on the other side, but not quite. And thank God he didn't, because I I, <laughs> I, I I couldn't I couldn't hear the I I, I wasn't gonna I would have not watched any more football. <laughs> This season, anyway, I'd have been done. I, 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 I wanted. I would have wanted nothing to do with it to hear, you know, because that would that would have been a a Rams collapse, um, you know, of of the first order, and they would have been like, no, 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 it was a Tommy coming. Oh, oh, it didn't even it didn't happen, and it makes me sick to think about. <laughs> I mean, he he did. Score the points. Uh, the Rams they defense did. kept giving them the uh, 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 kept uh, the Buccaneers defense kept giving them the ball back and having a chance to score again over yes. and over again. So, no, I'll, I'll give them the credit for putting them in position. But Tommy still had to figure out ways to. He was yeah. running scared for his life. He had to speed up everything he was doing in the second half because the uh, Rams kept coming and, and dumping on his head and they literally yeah. busted him in the fucking mouth. We kept, we've been talking about that for years. What do you <laughs> do to Tom Brady? Bust with, they well, literally right. actually busted they actually him did it. in the fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they made him so upset he was cussing at the referees and got flagged for it. So they, that's what happens. You literally bust him in the mouth and then makes, makes him uh, see his own blood and taste his own blood. Uh, but Got to give him the credit. Got to give him his due. He came back from that, and it looked—it didn't look good at all. It looked like it was going to be a, a Rams uh, squish, uh, but somehow he, he started throwing much quicker, got it out of his hand, and uh, led that comeback. It was uh, fired up Buccaneers defense, uh, also that uh, allowed Brady to do that. Uh, then the Rams snapping the ball too early uh, past Matthew Stafford, letting the Buccaneers recover uh, yeah. a fumble. Admitted it was all sorts of stuff that. Uh, that was a that was a wild game. Uh, well, again, for a not while, the, not the best played. For a, for a while during that comeback, I was getting that sense. Uh, I, I was getting the fear that what we talked about with with Sean McVay was starting to rear its ugly head again, which was he was uh, hiding his quarterback again. He, he was a little bit too reliant on two yards uh, in running game, you know, and. and and, and hiding Matthew Stafford until that very last play, um, you know, on, on the bomb to cup. Cause you, I just kept getting that feeling like he's just not going to let Stafford screw this up. He's not going to let him throw the pick. He's afraid. He's afraid. And that was another one of the reasons I thought Tampa started coming back was because Sean McVay was afraid to just go win the game with the, with the guy you went and got. And that was a little crazy because, it was Stafford uh, doing what he was doing that put them in that yeah. position that Stafford had a hell of a game. They Matthew Stafford is he the did. reason the Rams won that game because he played his ass off from beginning to end. Uh, it wasn't Stafford making turnovers to lead to let the Buccaneers no. uh, make that comeback. It was Cooper cup getting stripped, uh, trying to get uh, extra yards after the catch. It was, like I said, the center snapping the ball past Stafford. That's, that's not on Stafford either. Uh, it was a lot of other things going on. It wasn't Stafford making the mistakes and turning it over. Uh, it, it was actually Stafford uh, playing his, probably the best game I think he's played as a Ram, just top to bottom. I don't know if the numbers bear it out, but, I mean, I don't think he had any interceptions. He threw for three whatever, uh, yep. you know, however many yards he threw for. Uh, yeah, that, there's no uh, 
way you can put that on on Stafford uh, not playing up to his potential or not playing his best. Um, I, I didn't notice the uh, going to the run game as much as you did, uh, but I did know that you know Stafford had a chance to really you know put the the nail in the coffin. And they and you know like I said you got Cooper Cup fumbling a ball and then you got the the bad snap and uh, you had some situations where the Rams kind of were were as a team not uh, maybe not the coaching staff all by themselves but maybe the coaches too but as a team they were all sort of melting in the moment and almost falling to the Brady mystique like they were just finding well okay here's another opportunity Tampa here's another one please take it you know take the lead from us please but I don't know what we're doing we're gonna. Uh, Brady needed two drives, two TD drives in four minutes with no touchdowns, and, and he actually got it. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, yep. Got the, the touchdown to Mike Evans burning Jalen Ramsey. Then and Dominican Sue comes and strips uh, acres of the ball and gives them another uh, possession. They they get a Leonard Fournette touchdown uh, to, on fourth down to to complete the the wild comeback, and it was just it felt like the difference between a team that's actually done it in Tampa Bay won, winning the title last year uh, and a team that hasn't done it. The Rams were play, they played that entire second half like a team that didn't think they were going to be there or didn't deserve to be there. Just completely gave that lead up, 27-27, and then it was Stafford again uh, taking yeah. it back uh, with the big throws to Cooper Cup, uh, getting wide open for 20 yards and then even more wide open for 44 to put him in field goal range for Matt Gay to win the game. Yeah, and and – the onions on the throw. I mean, you know, there yeah. was no hesitation on that last throw. I remember I'm texting you, you know, about about your boy Stafford with the stones, and uh, I, I did I did dunk on Jimmy G right away and say that 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 was the throw that Jimmy G couldn't make, right? Mm-hmm. That was Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, and, and Jimmy G overthrows him, right? That's right. Oh, same, well, almost, almost the same, almost the same route uh, that just straight up the seam. Uh, wide open, and uh, that that's that's why uh, when you're Sean McVay, that's why you get rid of Jared Goff and you go get Matthew Stafford. You get him for <laughs> that throw right there. Yeah, the whole game, though, Stafford was just no. Stafford was I mean, no. I, th- I thought in the fourth quarter that they got conservative as hell, play calling like they they like they were afraid, like you said that they 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 by. I thought they were doing everything that they could to coach Tom Brady back into the game. Hmm. I know they, they needed a lot of help. Uh, Tommy needed a lot of help to get back in that game. And, yep. the, and, the, and Rams the Rams were, were willing. Yeah. They, 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 okay, come right through yep. right this way, Mr. Brady. Um, so but, I, I'm glad but, though. I'm, I'm glad it, it's over. I I, mean, I, 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 when I made the pick, I said I wanted the Rams, but I was taking Tom Brady cause I was done. I know. I was going to make sure that Tom Brady <laughs> did not make it to the championship weekend, but I, I really did like the Rams. And the Rams made me look now really good, and and then the comeback started. And, and wow, I'm just glad it's not Tampa because I couldn't do it again. And I'm not going to uh, sit here and, and slob on Tommy's knob all day, but I just wanted to give him his props, just like yeah. Project. Tommy did all he could to bring to, he had a not not a good first half. He's getting pressured and, and beat up and yep. bloodied. Had a great second half, did everything he could to bring Tampa back to the game, tie the game. The last thing Tommy did was throw a touchdown. If you believe the rumors, 
the last thing Tommy ever did in the NFL was throw a touchdown pass in the playoffs to tie a game that he was losing 27 to three. That's a hell of a way to go out. If, it, if indeed he is uh, completely right. going out and retiring, uh, seems to be conflicting reports about that. But uh, again, never saw the ball again. Yeah. That wasn't an overtime rule, but it was just the, the Rams uh, getting back and getting in the field goal range and the, and the Tampa defense, not being able to hold uh, uh, LA in place after that incredible comeback to tie the game. So yeah, uh, Tommy did what Tommy does <laughs> at age 44. He does what he did all year was just find a way to perform. And that's what he did in, in this game. And I, I was just, you know, we didn't have the Kansas city Buffalo game yet to, to marvel at. So I was at the end of this game, the LA uh, Tampa game, I was just like, Oh my God, what a, what an incredible finish. What a great comeback. They almost did the Atlanta Falcon thing again, and, and it wasn't 28 to three, it was 27, but uh, they almost did it again. And then, you know, Cooper Cup making the great plays and LA pulls it out. Wow, that's unbelievable. What else could happen? In the, <laughs> and then the Buffalo KC yep. game happened. It's like, oh. God. Although, I, 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 somebody in Tampa's coaching room obviously did not see the stats about Matthew Stafford against the Blitz this year <laughs> because he, he was deadly almost all season against the Blitz. Uh, I believe he was the highest-ranked quarterback in the league against the Blitz this year. So what do you do with the game on the line? Uh-oh. You blitz them. Oh, no. <laughs> you blitz them in, on that 44-yarder to Cooper Cup. They brought the heat, and, I mean, it wasn't even uh, – he didn't even put a lot on that throw. He, he just lofted that thing out over the middle and let Cooper Cup go get it, and uh, mm-hmm. it was it was perfect. But where it's supposed to be, uh, Tampa took over as the the highest blitzing team this year. So this yeah. was, you know, they, they had staying to, to what they did. Yeah, uh, they had so many injuries in the in their back end. Uh, they had to find a way to, to create pressure and manufacture yeah. it. Um, so Todd Bowles went down doing you know what they do, and yeah, it didn't work out in the end. That's for sure. But uh, st- I still can't believe they even made that comeback. It, 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 I swear, twenty seven to three. I'm like, oh, this is this is over. <laughs> This no, I, I never, I never thought that. Oh. I, I never thought that. I, I knew there'd be some kind of a way, you know, that <laughs> they, 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 they'd, they'd come back, assisted or unassisted, that they would find a way to get back in the game. So I, I shit on both of my Super Bowl teams, and they shit right back in my mouth. So thanks for that, yeah. guys. Uh, Rams right, and, because and the Chiefs. Now you can't even claim geniusness because you picked against them. Nope. I already picked against both of them, so absolutely no way I can say that. Hey, watch this. If they both win tomorrow, I had that. I picked that at the beginning of the year, yeah, and then I picked them to lose when the playoffs started. So, no, I deserve it. <laughs> I, I didn't, I, unbelievable uh, that the Kansas City won that game. I, I just knew that was over when, when uh, Buffalo gets that last touchdown with 13 seconds left. I'm, I absolutely did not think there's any chance that they were going to get the back to in the in the field goal range. That's that's yeah. insane. Thirteen seconds and they and they are and they make it that in the field goal range that fast. That was and and then you gotta give Arizona Bucker the credit for making the kick because you gotta gotta think about the the pressure of that situation that they oh, did man. all that. And he was he was he was a little bit to the left or the right or the upright all night. I mean he was just none of his kicks were, were like dead on. He he was he was sneaking a lot of them in there, and he missed an extra point too. He doinked the uh, uh, doinked the field goal and missed an extra field point. Goal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so if he didn't do that, the the field goal at the end of regulation would have won the game for the uh, Chiefs, yeah. but it wouldn't have wouldn't have covered the spread. So I I could have backdoored that one, but oh well, didn't work. Ah, I see. Yeah, well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I was uh, I I was so out of it and on Sunday that I didn't even have the you know presence of mind to to disagree with you on the picks or flip my. I was just I was just done. I I, I was gooped last weekend and uh, you know just just I'm not even fully recovered from it. So. Um, yeah, I, I spent actually most of Sunday in bed, which is which is kind of sad that I didn't actually get to see a lot of both of these games. I saw portions of both of them, but it would be enough to where I would get out of bed, watch a quarter, and then be like, "Oh, I got to go back to bed." <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so yeah, my my sucks. experience with the the playoffs last weekend, even though I was home both days, uh, was mostly either just watching updates on my phone. Or, or watching highlights after because I was asleep. Yeah. Um, and so update, uh, uh, families uh, recovering and, and doing better? Well, yeah, but three three of us all got it at the same time. So my daughter had it back in October, and then none mm-hmm. of us got it. And then it was last week on Friday, uh, right before our show. You know, my wife had said that, uh, she tested positive on the at-home test, and 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 my son wasn't feeling well, so I was like, okay, I'm going to take Saturday off of work because I don't want to leave you guys home, just with my daughter, you know, if you guys are sick. And by the middle of the day on Saturday, it hit me, so I was glad I stayed yeah. home. And uh, yeah, it was a rough, uh, it was a rough three four days for me. Sun- Saturday night was bad. Sunday was really bad. Monday wasn't good, and then. You know, just these last couple of days. Now it's just like all fatigue. I'm just beat. It, sure. it kicked my ass. So you had it, so you know. Um, oh, yeah. The recovery from it, it's like I don't feel, you know, sick. I mean, I've got like a little stuffy nose, you know, a little, little horse. But, my, like, really what it is, it's just the, the, the like the aches and the pains and the, the, the just tired. I'm just beat. <laughs> That's the only mm-hmm. way I can describe it. I went back to work today. Today was my first day back. And and I just sat at my desk for most of the day. I, I, I tried not to get up, and then I would just find these moments where I was just staring off into space, just like in a complete fog. Right. You know? No, and, it's, it's a virus. Yeah. It, it messes with you, and there's a recovery time. And, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, not, I, I'm off of, you know, quote-unquote quarantine, but that doesn't mean that, you know, the effects just, hey, they're gone. Right. And you're better. Uh, no, it's something that you could deal with for a while. It's right, but you know, I'm not dealing with any. Uh, you know, right now, like I said, all I'm dealing with is just being enormously tired. I mean, but I mean, one of the days I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was the strangest feeling. Was like every joint in my body hurt. Like my fingers hurt. Yeah, my toes hurt. I mean, it was just, it was the most bizarre feeling. Like, I felt like I was 100 years old and I had arthritis in my whole body. It's like, it like every single part of my body uh, was it just was just pain, pain. Um, wasn't fun. But no, I'm fine. Definitely not fun. Yeah, that's, everybody uh, survived is about all you can say about it. And, yeah. and you're, you're turning the corner and, and starting to, uh, to recover yeah. and 
get back from it. So that's a that's a good thing. My wife, my wife had it. And she had, I think she had, uh, she had it worse longer than I had for her. But I had that, I had that thirty six hours where it was really bad. So, so I I think hers was more bad for a prolonged period where I kind of like spiked (laughs) like really bad and then started to come back down a little bit more and then just, just was dealing with after effects and, you know, and not feeling good, but I made it. I definitely made it. It did not help my, my football viewing. Uh, It did not make it enjoyable. Yeah. Well, that. Good that you're you're on the mend is is, is all I can say is I, I did I wouldn't wish it on anybody. Um I'm you know, sick to my stomach when I saw the text uh, when you told me that you were fully gooped. I was you know, because this is two years now that we're all you know, we as a society yep. are are going through this, this shit and it's still around and still affecting people and now it finally uh got to you guys and I I'm I'm sorry that it had to happen to, to anyone, really. Um, but definitely you guys. Um, well, but thankfully, it's yeah. uh, turning around. And yeah, my son had it like it was nothing, just like my daughter. Hmm. He didn't feel good for a day or two. Had a little fever, and you know, like in forty-eight hours, he was completely fine. I was like, "That's what I need. I need to be seven years old again." Yeah, we we can't do that. We we've been, been there. Uh, it's it's long gone. It's over. Yeah, for forty-six, <laughs> it it yeah. doesn't hit you. The, the same at 46 as it, as it does at no. 7, apparently. <laughs> no. And, and hopefully we don't get anything like it at 66. You know, really I, us in. I'm glad because I would not have flipped positions with him for anything. Yeah. And, and had to have watched him or, you know, experienced him having to go through what, what, what me and my wife went through. But, no, everybody's, right. uh, you know, everybody's uh, getting better. I can't say that we all feel great, but – yeah. Right. We're, we're definitely better now than we were a week ago right now, which is so weird because I did a show with you Friday night and I felt fine. Yeah. And then, that's how and then it, by that's how Saturday night, it you, I was just in hell. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just so weird <laughs> that in 24 hours, I, there's no way I could have done a show with you on Saturday night. It, it was that hmm. deep of a, you know, of a dive from where I was on on Friday. You know, that, that kind of sounds like what I went through uh, a few months ago where I had that, uh, we, we were supposed to have a middle of the week show for whatever reason. And I right. had to cancel it because I was going through something that sounded a little bit like what you just went through. So I don't know for all I know, maybe I, I had some sort of uh, Omicron experience. I don't know, but it could have been, yeah, like it could have been gooped twice. Well, back I, then it would have probably been Delta. Mm, yeah, I, may, I don't know. Maybe. Which is about, but, yeah. you know, it's what we figure my daughter had. Um, right, right. That would have been that time frame. And then, but apparently, you know, this Omicron is just like wildfire, you know, and, and mm-hmm. we don't know where we got it from or who we got it from. All I know is that I was a day pretty much almost exactly a day behind my wife on everything. So her and my son start showing symptoms Friday and then I start showing them on Saturday. And pretty much if you looked at the way like my wife progressed through it and you looked at the way I progressed through it, I was about a day behind her on everything. So it was pretty much like whatever I saw she was dealing with, like, <laughs> I was like, Oh, it's going to be me tomorrow. Oh no. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was like one of the days she has all the stomach problems. And I was like, Oh crap. Yep, sure enough. Next day it's me. And I was like, Oh man. It's all your future. And it didn't look good. I did. I know. I was just like, Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't want to have to deal with that. Yeah, that, that's, that's that's what's so messed up about it. So all you can do is just let it run its course and then do what it's going to do. Yeah, no, 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 nobody nobody bothered putting that. Didn't put me on any medicine. You know, the only thing I was really taking was just like ibuprofen for all the the pain. Yeah, huh. and making sure that the fever stayed down. You know, but I, you know, my my fever was really only bad for about two days, and then it was fine. No, the affects everyone in in different ways. Yeah, we're spiking again down here in Tennessee with with, this, with the Omicron thing. So yeah, <sighs> never ending. Well, it's a virus. It's kind of what do you do. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like you can just put it in a bottle and no, unfortunately wash it away. You know, it's gonna it's gonna it doesn't seem to matter. Countries, it's blowing through. You know, countries that are you know ninety percent vaccinated, it's blowing through countries. It's just everywhere now. Well, like I said, it's it's nothing I would wish on on anyone. And no, you, know, you you got all the uh, all the experience now. You you know exactly what I was uh, dealing with and talking about, and uh, no fun, no fun at all. So no, I mean I had the I had the flu a few years ago. It felt a lot like that. It was basically almost to a, almost to a T uh, when I about five six years ago I had the flu pretty bad and. This was like that. So this is why we're doing uh, only sixty minutes live tonight. Yeah, sorry, I, I got, I'm I'm holding up, but I, I don't have yeah. a lot. I, I gotta get yeah, I, I gotta work again tomorrow. So the stamina, the stamina is just not there. So I'm I'm giving you the best hour I can give you right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you you're firing out there. Uh, at the beginning, you're sounding a lot better than I thought you would. I thought you were gonna maybe you know just have almost half a voice or whatever, but no, you're, you're putting forth uh, full power, but yeah, uh, like you said, it's not going to last too long. So, right. Um, so the Niners uh, Packers game that you, uh, <laughs> you that's what a terrible was, game. Yeah. It, it was, uh, it, it was interesting to me because you got Aaron Rodgers out there clearly not trusting anyone outside of Devontae Adams and just trying to do whatever he can to not have to use anybody else on his team besides Devontae Adams. Uh, they get that opening drive uh, for a touchdown uh, using Devontae Adams uh, all over the field, and yeah. they run it in for uh, – and, and that's it, folks. If you tuned in to that game to watch Green Bay touchdowns, that was it. You could have went to bed after yeah. that because that was all she wrote after that first drive. And uh, the first guy Rogers trusted in that game besides Devontae Adams was Mercedes Lewis. And what happened? He popped it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was very unstable ball security. You got 10 degree weather and ball slick. It's bad conditions. You know, San Francisco wasn't holding onto the ball very well. They weren't catching it very well. Garoppolo and his bad thumb were actually making some excellent throws. His teammates weren't helping him out. George Kittle had a real bad drop in there. Yeah. Um, but but Green Bay couldn't take advantage. There was one point I definitely took note of, of Rodgers using that patented hard count special of his. He caught his own wide receiver. Alan Lazard got a false start. And subsequent third and long was a Samson Ecubom, uh sack. And that was it. I don't think Rodgers ever tried that again. And you're talking about the Aaron Rodgers and the, and the quarterback tricks that he has. That's one of them. The uh, catching extra men on the field and getting a quick snap is another one. He didn't go to any of those things. He was trying to win that game sort of straight up, 
and really trusting only one receiver. As great as Aaron Rodgers has been this year, you're not going to win too many playoff games not using any of your tricks and trusting one receiver the entire game in 10-degree weather. That that was sort of doomed to fail. Yeah, outside of Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams, uh, nobody saw more than two targets. I mean, the whole point of this game for them was to like, kind of get everybody back and, you know, you know, Randall Cobb comes back, he doesn't do anything. He's pretty much useless for the whole game. Yeah, Mercedes Lewis has the fumble. Um, they don't use Lazard. So, yeah, all you got to do is just take away Devontae Adams. <laughs> you know, they lose uh, They lose Dylan. Uh, you know, don't forget that. Um, mm-hmm. who score, you know, scores their only touchdown, in the, in, but, he, but he gets hurt. So then he's not there for the rest of the game, which sort of changes the complexion of their uh, of their running game and takes away a little bit of the nasty um, that they had. And yeah, they that that was not a very good offensive game plan. Uh, once the Niners tied that game up, uh, their offensive game plan looked like uh, looked like panic throws, and uh, it, it just wasn't uh, it wasn't very good. Like they they had no answer. You know, they, I, I know I'm not a big fan of Joe Buck, but when he said that that that, that that they were stunned. He wasn't joking. They they looked like the fans were stunned. The team was stunned. Like the, there was no reason for San Francisco to be in that game. And they were tied after that block punt touchdown. And, and you never really felt like San Francisco was even in that game. Even at just a, even at just a seven point deficit, like San Francisco's offense was not going to score a touchdown. The one thing that you you cannot let happen then happened. (laughs) That's -hmm. that's why it was such a stunning loss because, uh, you know, they they get a blocked field goal and then a blocked punt for a touchdown, and that's it. That's it. That's San Francisco's highlight reel. Terrible special teams uh, played by the Packers pretty much was the, uh, the, the entirety of it. Uh, they looked stunned. Rodgers looked cold. You talked about teams that you can yeah, tell who's, who's going to look cold. Who's going to? Rodgers actually looked cold. That's stunning for the longtime Packers quarterback. But he didn't look like he wanted to be there. He didn't look very comfortable uh, the entire game. Not that Jimmy G was was any great shakes. Uh, so no, I'll, I'll concede to you. No, it wasn't a very well played game. It was just great drama. I guess I was going off of the great drama from the two games on Saturday, Cincinnati um, and Tennessee, and then San Francisco, Green Bay, the two top seeds working so hard to get the, the that bye week and get that first yeah. playoff game at home. And they go bye, and then bye-bye. And they lay first eggs. Game, both of them. Both of them. Out. Both of them completely lay eggs. And uh, Tennessee, yeah, nine, nine sacks of Joe Burrow, and you lose. Not enough. <laughs> Should have sacked them 12 times, I guess. Eight I ten. Know. Apparently you needed 10, <laughs> but yeah, Ryan Tannehill, three picks, uh, you know, Derek Henry, you know, Hey, he was there. He wasn't, he wasn't a hundred percent. That's for certain, but he was out there, you know, and, and the, the receivers showed up, you know, we, we, we said that having Henry out there was going to open up the, the passing game and AJ Brown and Julio Jones, they combined to go for over 200 yards between the, between the two of them. But, oh man, not a, not a good day for Ryan Tannehill to turn back into Miami Dolphin, Ryan Tannehill. And that was decided on the first couple of plays of the game. That game was over after the, ter- the first two plays. Yeah, he threw a pick. Pl- Boom. 
The first play of the game. Yeah. Playoff starting. Everybody go crazy. 4.30 Eastern time. Tennessee on the field doing what they're supposed to do. Very first play. Play fake for the stud running back, Derrick Henry, his best player, and then he throws an INT. That's the Tanny show, folks. That's what I was afraid of the entire time. The Ryan Tannehill show. I said it when I made my pick. He was going to lose that game somehow, some way. The Tanny show was going to do what the Tanny show does. But the reason I say the first two plays of the game uh, decided that game because Cincinnati's first play after that, Joe Burrow play action and nobody was open, so Burrow takes a sack, which is so much better than throwing the INT. That's <laughs> that's the difference. Burrow takes nine yeah. sacks, doesn't give it to the other team. Guess who wins? That's the difference. You can yeah. take sacks all day long, just don't give the ball to the other damn team. If you still have possession, that's much better than not having possession, and that's what Tannehill still. I found I feel like I'm sound, uh, like uh, Ron Jaworski now. Uh, if you want to win the game, you got to have possession because that's better than not having possession. I'm doing my best jaws now. Um, that's yeah, good. That was it. That was good. That was a good job. <laughs> Thank you. That, that That's the whole game. That You cannot keep turning the ball over. So you get the, another pick in there in the middle of the game, uh, tip drill, and then the last play of the game for Tennessee. First throw for Tanny, picked off. Last play of the game for Tanny. Picked off, tip drill, INT to Eli Apple, uh, popping it up for Cedric Wilson. And give Tanny enough throws and he'll give it up. And that's basically why I picked Cincinnati, and that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, both of the both of the number one seeds sort of get, you know, unceremoniously bumped. But that was the disrespect bowl anyways, right? Didn't matter who won. Nobody believed in us. Be- you know, I will tell you, who. Cincinnati has been playing that card all week. Yeah. Well, nobody gave us a of, chance. The, oh my God, yeah. If it, was, if it was Tennessee, be, we'd be hearing it about Tennessee. They'd be hosting this game too in Tennessee, talking about they're disrespected as the number one seed. Everyone's saying we're the worst number one seed ever. Here we are. Um, you know, uh, most of Cincinnati is playing that undercard thing. Burrow seems to be over it already, which I really love that because. He, he doesn't think he's an underdog in anything. He thinks he's the best damn player in the world. He's, well, yeah, he thinks you know, he's the greatest everything. You know, I, I will say there's you got to say something for these guys who come out of, of these big-time programs, right? Like, I mean, Joe Burrow has played in championship-caliber football games most of his collegiate career, playing in the SEC, playing at LSU, right? They're playing – big time games in front of tons of people. So I, I don't see Joe Burrow shrinking from this moment, right? He didn't go to North Dakota State. <laughs> Just saying. Shout out, Carson Wentz. Just saying. <laughs> Not calling out any particular guy or any particular school, but Joe Burrow is not going to shy from the moment, you know, He's not playing in the the Mountain West or something like that. He's he's playing as as close to pro-level football as you could, and he played that in college. So something to be said about that. I I know everybody out there wants to be the smartest guy in the room, and and all these guys on draft, and they want to talk about all these things, but you can't take big game experience lightly. And Joe Burrow has big game experience. He he expects to be in this game. You know, 
you know, he's probably lost more games as a pro than he ever lost in college. So he, he does give the, give him credit. He has earned the right to be cocky. He's another level, though. There's a lot of quarterbacks from big schools, and they don't act like him. Like he thinks he is the the cock of the walk. Yeah. If I can pull out an old phrase, but he's backing it up right now. It's no doubt. No one can say shit to him right now. Man, I did not have an uh, idea or an inkling that the Bengals were going to be in the in the AFC title game. When we talked about <laughs> real or fake, I was like, oh, my God. Nobody wants the to ba- see him in the playoffs. The but. Bengals' odds to make the Super Bowl back yeah. when we did our show. You know, we were talking about teams <laughs> even just to make the playoffs. Yeah. I believe the Bengals' odds to win the Super Bowl before the season started were like plus 18,000. Wow. They were o- the only team that had like worse one was Detroit. So people did not think very highly of Cincinnati before the season started. And here's Cincinnati about to go into the AFC championship game. But we hey. saw this building all year, right? Sure. Um, not before the season, but yeah, sure, no. during the season. Yeah, because they all of a sudden started winning big games. I mean, they they weren't. I'll give. We've already said it about Cincinnati during the regular season. We'll say. I'll say it about them again. They did not bum slay their way here. Right. So they earned it. They, they completely earned their spot. It's not their fault. They drew Tennessee, who <laughs> just was ripe for the plucking. They 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 had to win that game, and they won the previous game. They barely won that too, but. They're, they won these games. They won. Yeah. Because they, they didn't turn the ball over, and Tennessee did. Again, first first AFC championship game since uh, since Boomer's days, I believe. Yeah, 88, I believe. 88. Uh, I believe. Quite a while ago. <laughs> Man, so good, uh, you know, sixth grade. <laughs> Bengals, Chiefs. Yeah, if it, I don't think either one of us had Bengals, Chiefs for the AFC championship. No, I'm not going to even pretend like I did. I, I didn't have Bengals anybody for the AOC championship, but there they are. <laughs> All right, we got five minutes live left for two games. Um, obviously, we'll get into much, much more uh, detail about our picks uh, in the after show, or at least as much as Jake can, can withstand. He's done a great yeah. job of hanging in with us live uh, so far. So let's get to these picks. For the uh, AFC Championship, that's first on the docket tomorrow at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, the Cincinnati Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Bengals were 6-3 and three on the road this year, counting that win last week. And the Chiefs now with that, those two uh, playoff wins uh, since the playoffs started, now 9-2 and two at home. So they keep piling on those home wins. They're going for 10 home wins on the season tomorrow if they can get that done uh chilly weather uh, but no wind in the forecast so just going to be a little cold but they don't have to worry about crazy winds or anything like that uh Bengals are only three and a half point dogs got the hook on there uh am i looking at the wrong game i'm sorry uh seven and a half that's, that's the other game I was about to three and a half <laughs> that made my pick uh no Bengals plus seven and a half at kansas city who you got uh I'm going to have to take Kansas City. You know, Cincinnati is a nice story, and I don't want to give them billboard material, not that we would ever. I wish we could get the billboard material, but um, it's been Those a nice run. Let's just say that it's been a nice run. 
Uh, everybody on Kansas City looks healthy. Patrick Mahomes looks healthy. He can run again. So they've got that added dimension where he can run around. His foot's not obviously a bother anymore. Tyreek Hill looked insanely fast. Everything looked fast. Um, I think they're going to overwhelm uh, Cincinnati. And by virtue of having lost to them once already, I don't think they're going to overlook Cincinnati, which I think would be an, this would be an easy team for them to overlook. Ah, they're just going to show up and win the AFC Championship. But by the fact that they went and they beat them the first time, and hung the L on the Chiefs. I think they're going to come out and have a little something, a little something, something for them. Uh, I think they win by three touchdowns. Uh, it was an impressive comeback win for Cincinnati in Week 17. Uh, they beat uh, the Chiefs at home 34-31 to clinch the AFC North title in that game. Burrow had 466 yards and four touchdowns, yeah. and 266 of those went to Jamar Chase and three of the touchdowns. Uh, Bengals really uh, played peak keep away from the uh, great Pat Mahomes in that game. He wouldn't let him have the last shot, unlike the Buffalo Bills. Hey, look at that. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to concur and take the Chiefs and give the seven and a half. So now I'm back on the Chiefs. I went against them last week. I didn't believe in them. Um, and they somehow pulled out a win that they probably shouldn't have. If the Bills just squib kick. Uh, but, yeah, uh, every, like you said, everyone looks healthy. That's the real key. Using that speed that they have that nobody else can match. And Tyreek Hill looks like he's back. He, he came through and, and with his speed, uh, Pat Mahomes, as you pointed out, running around and actually uh, matching and hanging with Josh Allen on the ground, which is uh, probably the most unheralded part of last weekend is the fact that Mahomes was actually out there running uh, and, and doing yep. everything he was doing as well. So, uh, yeah, that the Chiefs look right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Chiefs look like they're they're doing what the Chiefs are supposed to do. And like you said, they'll, they'll have the motivation to get uh, get that win back from a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I'll, I'll give my uh, X factor if after the next pick. We'll do okay. those in the after show. Not that yes. anybody cares. <laughs> uh, so 49ers and Rams, third meeting for them on Sunday evening for the NFC Championship. Um, and that is, that's the three and a half that I was looking at. Uh, ah, plus, okay. Plus three and a half at the Rams. I'm taking the Rams. I, I, I don't like to go chalky here. Obviously, you figure somebody is going to get upset. But the, the Rams, they, they slayed the dragon. They look healthy. They've put this whole team together. This whole thing they have done has been all put together for this moment. They, they OBJ, Von Miller, all these pieces that they've been putting together all year. I don't think that they're going to let a massively less talented team, well coached, but much less talented team go into their building and beat them for the championship. I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, because Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. He gets a lot out of these guys, right? But I don't want Jimmy G in the Chiefs in another Super Bowl. No. Seen it, been there, done that. Rams. <laughs> uh, but wait, I, I've heard Kyle Shanahan's in Sean McVay's head, and we got six wins in a row for uh, San oh, Fran boy. over LA. That the Rams just they can't do it. They can't get it done against San Fran. No, uh, no, this is <laughs> that 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 absolute shop wrecking uh, LA Rams defense, and they got Von Miller to buttress. Aaron Donald, and they're going to come for Jimmy yeah. G. They're coming for Jimmy Garoppolo's head. Uh, it, it might get ugly. Um, this is exactly what the Rams are put together for. Um, I concur, and uh, I'm also taking uh, the L.A. Rams. 
which is my other Super Bowl team from, right. uh, from the preseason. Yeah, because all the all drama. Right. I, I if I had had the if I had had the wherewithal to disagree with you on the two games on Sunday, I'd still be in this thing. I didn't right. have it in me. I didn't have it in me. No, it, it happened. You, you got very very sick. It, it, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> so the group got I'll, me. I'll admit I was sitting there at the end of those games Sunday night going, God damn it, if he'd have just switched those two picks, he'd have he'd been right back in this thing. I You still would have had to have lost every pick. But this is me. That's very possible. The rest of the playoffs. So, yeah, no, and the fact that we disagree, <laughs> I mean, the fact that we agree about both of these, watch, it's it, Bengals-Niners. <laughs> the Tim Crumrine Joe Montana coming and, up. And John, and John Taylor back uh-huh. <laughs> we're getting it all back together it's gonna yep Bur- burrow uh, and jimmy g that that oh kept the God. fever lord or we're both gonna get hooked you know niners by seven <laughs> rams by three and, and uh yeah no i i was uh i i mean i was in bed through the whole beginning of that game on sunday and i woke up and i was just like oh man i, I just yeah didn't even didn't even think to 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 call the audible. Didn't even realize it until like after both the games were over. Like oh, I never changed those picks, but right. it's okay. I, I think you, that's you when I realized it was after. You had a hell of a season, and I got rid of Tom Brady. So you're welcome. <laughs> you did it. You were intent on killing him off. And the, you I said I was taking it. one for the team, and I took one for the team. You finally did. Um, all right, Bengals uh, Chiefs X Factors for the record. Uh, oh, my, so I looked back at the first game, and one thing that really stood out to me is the Bengals. You know how many times they sacked Patrick Mahomes in the first matchup? Ooh, how many? Zero. Ah. So they got to get some pressure. I'm going a little chalky. Their their number one sack guy, Trey Hendrickson, 14 sacks on the year. Somebody has to get Patrick Mahomes on his booty if the Bengals have a chance in this game. If he stands a, if he can stand there clean the whole game, forget it. Hmm. Right. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I'm going with Honey Badger, who was concussed um, yeah, he was hurt. last game. Um, he's practicing this week, so it looks like he's going to be able to be cleared and make his way on the field. Uh, yeah, uh, same thing on the other side. If you let Joe Burrow sit back there, He's proven that you can sack him 18 times, and he'll still get up and sling it and <laughs> and find his guys. Um, I'm calling him 50 Cent Burrow from from this yeah, point forward. Or he's like the because, quarterback Honey Badger because he don't care. <laughs> there you go. He's the opposite. Uh, no, I'm calling him 50 Cent. I'm I'm if I may be stereotypical, and I don't I don't think you're very familiar with 50 Cent's work. Um, well, his I know early who he is right, but. His early his, his the the material in his early songs is why I'm calling Joe Burrow Fifty Cent uh, is because early on Fifty Cent could not get through a song without telling you about the fact that when he was uh, uh, running the streets and being a criminal that he was once shot nine times and somehow survived that. Uh, which <laughs> that's is, Joe Burrow. That's Joe Burrow. It's that's, that's admirable that you got shot, but Fifty Cent tells you that every single song, every song. I got shot nine times. I got shot. Okay. It felt like it was in every song. So All right, Joe Burrow, I got a question here. I've got deep questions. Did he get shot nine different times, or did he get shot nine times at once? <laughs> it was nine times at, at once, and somehow okay. uh, survived. So somebody know. plugged them nine. So you got nine nine yes. bullets all, you know, 
All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. I think I that's easier to live through than getting shot on nine different occasions. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what kind of caliber bullets we're, uh, gun we're talking about. Yeah. I don't know. What how, what kind of gun do you have where you shoot someone nine times and they survive? Is that a was that a paint gun? I don't know exactly. I'm thinking. Well, I'm thinking he obviously it, it missed all the vitals. Is what I'm thinking. Yeah, that's that's I would think so too. I'm thinking um, that's a lot of arm and leg action. But but he came back. So Joe Burrow, you can sack him nine times and he's going to come back. He's always going to be there throwing that thing around and coming back and and slinging it. Uh, so yeah, Honey Badger's got to be there, uh, ready, willing, and able to do something. He's got three picks this year, uh, including a pick six, uh, 26 career interceptions. He's got to be a playmaker. They, the Chiefs need somebody back there to be a playmaker when Joe Burrow gets up after they sack him for the eighth time or whatever, and still is looking <laughs> yeah. deep. He's, he's still going to be looking deep, no matter what. You know that, and, and the Chiefs got to be ready to to be to. Make some plays, knock some of those balls down. So I'm going. So, with but both of us are thinking defense in that game. We're, we're, you know, obviously we know the, we know the resumes, right? We, we, we know about Burrow and we know about Chase and we know about all the guys that Andy Reid will throw at you and all the you know, you call the the weird geometry. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we, we, somebody's got to stop it. We, yeah, we know the speed. We know all the the guys out there that just burn you with the speed, and and they're so such game changing speed at that. You, you yeah. need you need somebody to make a play. You don't. It reminds me of the the Eagles winning the Super Bowl, uh, which I I picked that one, and I said the Eagles just got to make a play. They got to get defensive guys have to come through on Tom Brady. They got to bust him in the fucking mouth, and they got to make yeah. plays on defense. And they wound up making like one good play on two. defense. They made two. <laughs> they made two plays. Two plays on defense that whole game. I believe one um, was right before halftime. They stopped early early in the game. I know they stopped the the Patriots on like a third and real short, and they stuffed them. Yeah. And Belichick opted to kick the field goal instead of going for it, which everybody's like, whoa. But that was the one defense. The other one was the strip sack. That was it. That's the list. That's it. But that's the <laughs> but defensive highlights nope. for both teams. Right. Because the Patriots had zero defensive highlights in that game. Exactly. So just make the make a play. If it, if it, it might only take one play, uh, but as long as you can yeah. outscore the other team, but you, you got to make a play. Well, that's like, that's like the Bills Chiefs game last week. There's, to tell me quick, oh. a defensive highlight in that game. Um. Mm. Yeah, there was there was a couple sacks, but it's about it, right? That that's it. No, it was basically just bombs away. Now you score. Yeah. Now give me the ball back. Oh, I'm yeah. gonna score. Now watch give me the ball. This. I mean, <laughs> hold my the beer. Whole game. Watch yeah. this. Yeah, man, that 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 game was absolutely incredible. You know, um, I so, yeah. said that would have probably have been the that should have been the AFC Championship game. Probably should have been the Super Bowl. <laughs> Um, and then Niners Rams, your your X factor. Uh, I'm going I'm going old school because I do believe that the San Francisco 49ers are the only team running a fullback. Mm. Um, still doing it, and and Shanahan did it with Atlanta, and he does it with San Francisco. I'm going with uh, Kyle Juszczyk, who just somehow shows up in in like the strangest ways in the stat sheet. He'll surprise you with a run. All of a sudden, he'll catch a long pass out of nowhere. Um, one of those guys that, like, you know, that nobody runs fullbacks anymore, right? For all those years, I'm trying to remember who it was. Was it was it Baltimore? 
was, you know, Baltimore and Tennessee used to run fullbacks, like when nobody had fullbacks anymore, right? Yeah, those were like the last two guys that were running right. fullbacks regularly, and, basically. And now here we go. It's Kyle Shanahan, right, the genius. But they still run. They'll still set up with an actual fullback in the backfield. And it helps a little in the running game, helps bring guys out. But all of a sudden, once in a while, he shows up on the stat sheet, so... I like impact. I like guys to make impact like that. Guys that you don't expect are going to show up, and all of a sudden he's going to score himself a touchdown. So they stay in this game. They're going to have to get creative. We know that. Oh sure. I, I'm cannot they're wait not for that win game. This thing just going straight up toe to toe. No, that's that's what I'm most looking forward to is these two geniuses and offensive minds. I'm very pleased that two yeah. of the, the talented, creative coaches and staffs from that NFC West are, are left standing for the conference championship. I'm very happy to see that which mind is going to power their team forward. I think is really going to be fascinating to watch. I'm actually anticipating a lot of creativity uh, because, it, again, the third meeting this year, um, right. very familiar with each other. You got to pull out some stuff that the other team hasn't seen before. You have to uh, in this situation because everyone knows each other so well. And these two coaches are gonna, they have the capability of pulling out stuff you you've never seen. You might uh, yeah. have you line up, you know, split wide. <laughs> you never know, I you know what they're it. gonna pull out. Um, my X factors are the two uh, big time left tackles on each team. I'm going, I'm splitting it between the two teams because Trent Williams um, was, uh, had an ankle injury, was doing some unbelievable stuff uh, in that game last week. They were pulling him. They were having him go in motion. And it's like, what is that truck that's going across back of the offensive line? Oh, that's Trent Williams running in motion. Oh my God. That's not fair, man. He gets a running start like that in motion and goes around the edge and starts blasting people. Um, yeah. So he, he had a bad ankle. They need him. They need that athleticism. They need uh, that great protection that he that he lends because Jimmy Garoppolo needs all the help he can get. And then for the Rams, the old man, the graybeard, uh, Andrew Whitworth, uh, with a knee injury, did not play last week and will get a chance to come back for the conference title game, and they need him to anchor for, for Matthew Stafford as well. So those are my two big X factors. Because if you don't protect these quarterbacks, uh, the both of these got the both of these teams will go after the quarterback. You know Nick Bosa and, and the Forty Niners. Uh, yeah. Eric Armstead had a great game against Rodgers last week, um, and of course we know about the Rams with Von Miller, Andrew, uh, uh, Aaron Donald, not Andrew. Yeah, Floyd and, uh, and Donald yeah. And Miller. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're stacked. Ramsey, you, you just it looks like such a mismatch on paper, but that's the beauty of it because so did the Green Bay game. Hmm. Especially the way they don't play on paper. We don't talk enough about that defensive performance that the Packers put out there. The reason you go and get that number one seed is so you could get all those guys back. And that Green Bay defense dominated San Francisco. Yeah. uh, Garoppolo did not look very, uh, very good. No. (laughs) No doubt about that. Yeah. No, the, the, the San Francisco offense in general looked looked awful but they you know they get that touchdown to tie and then all they need is that field goal at the end and they did they did enough I'll give it, but that offense was not good they do that against the rams it will get ugly they did not look good until that last drive where they needed uh the third and seven and they uh shanahan calls a timeout and says 
Garoppolo, with all due respect, fuck you. We're handing it to Debo, and we're going to let yeah. him take us to and he the got it. Planet. That's exactly what he did. Yeah. They ran it. Because Debo to is get Debo. The, yeah, just, yeah. So I will say uh, we could have retired doing X-Factors had one of us taken Gabriel Davis last week as our X-Factor. Oh, my God. No. Never if, saw that if, coming in a million years. one of us had said Gabriel Davis is my x we, we're done. We, 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 that would have been the mountaintop as far as X factors because uh, four touchdowns. Uh, all of these um, Yahoo daily fantasy contests for last weekend, everyone that had Gabriel, Gabriel Davis won those contests. All of those I, contests. Yeah, I would guess so. No, I mean I'm looking at them and I'm just, my mouth's just, guys that are you know cashing in for ten thousand dollars and you know five thousand dollars you know and, the, and you, all the guys all the ones at number one are the guys that had Gabriel, Gabriel Davis. Nobody yeah. saw that coming. Gabriel Davis because well, he cost you nothing, right? Because he's just a guy. He's a yeah. He's and he gets four touchdowns. Has his like that's it. He should have retired. Forget Tom Brady talking about retirement. <laughs> Gabriel Davis. Should have just retired after that game. I'm riding off into the sunset. He may still. We, you know, the Bill season is over. He's got a lot of time to figure, to decide what he wants to do with with the next stage of his life. Maybe he'll go to Hollywood. Maybe he'll yeah. uh, go in, go into a lab and invent some, uh, you know, come up with a, a new disease preventing medicine. There, there's all sorts of things they, uh, Gabriel Davis can do uh, after pulling that stunt. And, and he's like their fourth guy, fifth guy. I mean, right. Because it, you got it's it, you got Diggs and Sanders and McKenzie and and then Gabriel Davis. Am I forget Beasley? No, I <laughs> I would put Dawson Knox above him uh, the tight end. So he's like the <laughs> last guy, right? Like the fifth Maybe or that's sixth. The option. difference between Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. Mm. Well, one Just made it. a. Uh, a great star for one night out of out of a, out of just a guy and then Rogers, right. not so much. But but I'm saying Allen didn't have a problem throwing it to the other guys either. He was throwing to Beasley. Those two uh, throws he made over the middle to Beasley yeah. um, early in that game. I mean, there was just I will say it wasn't the best football game ever, but it was some of the most clutch quarterbacking I've ever seen. Back and forth, both of those guys. It, it it was a treat. How clutch they were. You're a, a tough customer. I don't know how much better football you could possibly hope I, I, to I'm watch. I'm trying I don't to let know. it settle in because it's just I'm not going to ESPN this thing. I and, really try not to do that, but my God, what else? That, that, what else do you want? I mean, we. Have a, Literally, playoff, what else could they yeah, have done? It's in one that of game? the best. It's one of the best playoff games. Yeah, it, it was good. Now, if you like defense, you didn't want to watch that game at all. But it was. I mean, if you would have just watched two quarterbacks going mano a mano, and and playing at the best, yeah, it, that's hard to beat. That's the thing too. Uh, it wasn't just. Uh, there were there were a lot of blown coverages too, but it wasn't just that. There was it was a lot yeah. of. Uh, throws yeah. in very tight windows. It was a lot of uh, here's 
you know, the, the two safeties over the top and the linebackers dropping back. And I got to fit this thing in just in the perfect spot with enough heat on it to get over the linebackers, but not too much heat because then it's going to go to the safeties. Uh, and, and they just kept putting it in exactly the right place, both of them. Yeah. I, I really don't know. That first touchdown that, that Mahomes threw to, to to Byron Pringle looked like he was just like, you know, yeah, looked like he was Carson Wentz in that thing. <laughs> and it somehow ends up being a touchdown throw. And you're like, man, these guys, these guys are just, this isn't right. And just the arm talent that was on display uh, between those two, everything had authority, even their out pass, even the swing passes that those two guys throw have purpose. Playmaking. With the legs, yep. with the arms, just they, they just make plays. They just do what yeah. what 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 needs to be done. What do I have to do? Uh, oh, let me I gotta reverse say, across the field, uh, go back the other way, and th- yeah, that that Pringle throw that was a prayer, a complete prayer. It was, yeah. It came down. It, yeah, that was a Carson Wentz <laughs> throw. He tried. It was not the way they drew that. It wasn't left handed. No, no, <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, no, that one was that 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 was a lucky throw, and it, it ended up not costing him, and he threw it right to the spot where nobody else was except for the guy who could have caught the ball. But hey, good for them, you know, didn't cost them. Um, but just your your turnaround on Josh Allen these last few years, I, I call been, it like I see it. I can it's been I can mighty impressive. Uh, he's unbelievable. He's he's just such a a, a, a weapon. He's you, you can't do much to him. Like you can't go, you know, he, he's got the Roethlisberger body, but he's got that mobility. He, you know, Roethlisberger had right. the mobility early in his career and he became a statue late. Maybe Allen will become a, a statue later as well. But right now uh, he, right. he's, he's like, he's like Elway with size. I mean, uh, what, what are you going to do? He's got the yeah. arm, he's got the mobility. And then you try to hit him and you're like, ow, that hurts. <laughs> what, what are you going to do to him? So that, yeah, when he yeah, gone, some of those designed runs that he was going on, like nobody wanted any, nobody wanted anything to do with him. Hell no. Would you? Come on. No. <laughs> no. It's, it's, sometimes it's not fair when he's out there. You know, that, that's the that's what sets him apart. You, there wasn't many times that I would take off and run when we were playing in the street. But I'm a big guy. And, right. Uh, the few times I did take off and run, and if I put the shoulder down, I, I got a few old lays. <laughs> I, I had a few. I had a few guys that were playing against on defense who'd be like, "No, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want that shoulder put down at them." So I, I get what Josh Allen's dealing with because when you're but six five and you know two something, like yeah, he, he's bigger than the guys who are trying to tackle him once he gets into the second level. And and almost as fast as some of them, right? And Mahomes was was running a lot too, and and he's not a small yeah. guy. And uh, yeah, no, it was, it was a great game. Not taking anything again. I, what else could they have done other than like put on rockets and and lift it off into space? I don't know what what else they could have possibly <laughs> done I, for I it. just wish I wished it hadn't gone to overtime. It felt like the overtime cheapened it to me a little bit. Hmm. No, I, I, I would have felt a, a regular time, you know, regulation win for either one of those teams, I think would have felt cleaner just because of what you talked about, that the Bills ended their season with a touchdown to take the lead. Nothing else they could have done. Last time Josh Allen threw a football, 
he he got the lead over the Chiefs with 13 seconds left to go. That that should be it. That that that's supposed is this to win game, the game. <laughs> any less memorable if that's the way it ended? No, it's it's not less memorable. Um, now, if overtime go went the way uh, I would want overtime to go, because we both have uh, everyone has a, a, a version or or the way that they think overtime should be in the NFL. They, everyone has a proposal. Now. I think I think that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes should have fought to the death at the 50-yard line. <laughs> be, be serious. You have actual <laughs> overtime thoughts. Uh, you've had them for years. Uh, of what like the Thunderdome. Over- <laughs> one gets the chainsaw, the other one gets a sledgehammer. No, no. Uh, you know. American Gladiators. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them get big Q-tips. No, if uh, overtime went the way that I would want overtime to go, which is like the NBA, which is you set play a certain quarter. amount of time and just go, just play until it's over. Correct. Play um, in the playoffs. You know what? The way they do it right now in the regular season, fine. For the playoffs. Playoffs, man. Just play a full quarter. Just play another quarter and be done with it. Play another fourth quarter. Yeah. You know, and And it's tied. Play another one. Play another one. Yeah, I don't have to. I don't. It doesn't have to be fifteen minutes for me. It can be ten or eight or something like that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, because the chances that one team goes on a ten-minute drive. And with a, eats up the entire warning. clock. And, yeah, you know what? Then, hey, you yeah, deserve you, it. you deserve it. Exactly. <laughs> you, uh, you earned it. <laughs> but you go yeah, on a minute uh, drive and kick a field goal. Great. Uh, I'm good with it. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that there's an answer to that for playoff football. You know. I mean, we talk about that. We always talk about twenty-eight to three. Hey. Number one offense in the league never got to touch the ball in overtime. That's a very good point. So, um, and in this game, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about cheaping, but I, I will say that when I saw how uh, shell shocked and worn out the Bills' defense was um, in over, when overtime started, like it was well, clear yeah, they that thought they had the game no was chance. over. Game over. Yeah, mentally and physically, they were they were spent. They they had nothing. Right. So, and to, to the other side, you had to think that the Chiefs. The way they had looked like they had just lost the game on defense. Oh yeah, could I, I wouldn't have wanted. I mean, yeah, you don't want that. That a coin toss should not have determined the winner of that game. Uh, I'll I'll agree with that. You know, and I guess since they've changed the overtime rules now, I guess the winner of the coin toss is winning at an eighty percent clip. Right in the playoffs. Just in general. Oh. Uh-huh. The winner of the coin toss, since with with these new overtime rules, the winner of the coin toss is winning eighty percent of the time because they're either scoring a touchdown or if they get the field right. So, the team that's losing the coin flip doesn't matter whether you're home or away because that doesn't you know if you're winning the coin flip, odds right now are you're winning at about an eighty percent rate. Um, hmm. A coin flip should not be an eighty twenty proposition. That would defeat the uh, purpose of coin. The whole flip. point of it being a coin flip, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, um, we 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 both have solutions uh, to to the issue. I know. I, I like your idea. I mean, I got nothing wrong with them. Maybe they don't play a full fifteen. Maybe they just play a fifth quarter. But somebody will win, you know, or it will be tied again at the end of it. 
Yeah, that's a lot more satisfying finish to me than what that was uh, uh, on Sunday. Because the Bills' defense just were, were completely done. They were they were toast. Ah, so right. Speaking that's of... not saying that if somebody goes down and kicks a quick field goal, the other team doesn't kick a field goal right away. Oh, game over. Right. No, I don't. Kind of takes yeah. away a little bit of the the strategy and the urgency. I'm fine with the, the rules in the regular season because you don't want to pro, you know, hey, player safety and all that, right? Don't prolong everything, you know. I'm fine with the ties. I'm fine with all that stuff. But the overtime rules for the playoffs, this this game right here, again, you know, they changed it after, uh, what was it? Uh, was it with Peyton Manning? He never got a chance to touch the ball. We got never got a chance, right? So... I just don't know if this one's enough, right? Because this wasn't Brady. It was an exciting game, you know. There's a lot of talk about it. There's a lot of uh, uh, heat about it on social media afterwards about, you know, uh, or Josh Allen never had a chance to touch the ball. So, no, it's not uh, Brady or or Manning, but uh, there's a lot of talk. It feels like it's enough smoke to to make them go in and and do something about it in the offseason. Yeah. I don't know exactly what, but it's a lot of fire around that. Okay. I I, I would not be opposed uh, to a change. A game with a final, you know, it it just never, it doesn't feel like there's any finality when something like that happens and and you realize that just had, had the Bills won a coin flip, they very very well may have just gone down and scored a touchdown because the Chiefs' defense was shot to. Yes. And the idea that Josh Allen takes an L for that performance is is just ludicrous. Put it in yeah. a situation where he does something to deserve to take the L because right now he, he he's still waiting. He's still standing there like, um, yeah. uh, 27 guys? of 37 for 329 yards, four TDs, no picks. Take the L, son. Loser. Uh, I believe that's nine touchdowns and no interceptions for Josh Allen in his two playoff games. They got a punt like early in the first half and it was news because they had a touchdown on every drive of their, uh, of their whole season up until that point because of all those touchdowns against new England to to start the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. But that team losers out. If you are, uh, if you are the bills though, uh, Josh Allen can't be your leading rusher either. Although Patrick Mahomes was leading rusher for the Chiefs, but right. they did get a, a little bit more out of their running game than the 41 yards that the Bills got that was uh, not from Josh Allen. They did. So there's obviously no, that room was, for improvement there. That was just a duel between two guys who were determined to, to not to not lose that game. Like That was no, just no. unbelievable. Yeah. No, they were whipping it out the whole game. <laughs> back and forth. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what I got now. Yeah, um, I'm I'm still breathless from from the end of that thing because it was. Yeah, we're was... not gonna get another one like that this playoffs. I, I don't think. I mean, maybe maybe Mahomes and Burrow is a maybe you know, the remedy because it it could uh, be. I, it's hard. It, I, I don't want to disrespect Joe Burrow and say that I can't imagine him playing a, a game like Josh Allen did last week. I don't want to say that because if I say that, oh, it'll happen. Disrespecting yeah. us. So I'm not going to go there. 
just we'll, we'll enjoy the, the conference title games tomorrow, and, and we'll leave it at that. I'm not going to uh, throw any fuel on anyone's fire, even though nobody's listening. That's true. So, all right. Well, I gave it. Um, I gave it my all. No, you, you gave me uh, 90 minutes, which is what I originally had the show scheduled for. So it, it all worked out in the end, and I'm. Uh, thank if you, you for, scheduled the show for, that for 90 full minutes, then <laughs> we would have we would have done the picks at at the 85 minute mark instead. Of course. So. Oh man, <laughs> as you can imagine, I had a whole bunch of notes for for each pick. Oh, uh, you probably had stats I, and everything here. I, I did. I, I had all which these. Which is funny because uh, we both just end up agreeing on them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would have went through ten minutes of breakdown to get to the exact same uh, conclusion that you that you've had. So, well, there's our picks. Uh, both the favorites. We we both go chalk. Um, it's but I don't think either one of us would be surprised uh, at the Bengals or the Niners uh, uh, pull a, a shocker because like, uh, that's what they've been doing be all su- year. I, I'd only be way. surprised if they both do. <laughs> <laughs> then I'll be surprised. No, I I, I don't think I'm surprised by either of the four teams. Uh, honestly, that's how uh, impressed I've been by the Bengals and the, and the Niners just sort of finding a way and making a way. Uh, if, if either one of them find a way, uh, or if they both find a way uh, to the Super Bowl, I, I would, I would be okay. I would just slow clap and say, yeah, that they, 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 they never, they never say die. They, they were scrappy all year and that's exactly uh, what they did to, to make it to the Super Bowl. I so. will, I will say that if the Bengals or the Niners make the Super Bowl, They've earned it. You can't take anything yeah. away from either one of those teams if they get there because they'll have uh, both defeated the one seed, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Bengals uh, will have also then beaten the Rams, who knocked out Tommy. And uh, I mean, said so the Bengals would have taken out the Chiefs, yeah, right? Yeah. So no, you can't you can't say anything against Cincinnati if they end up knocking off the one and the two. And then no, yeah, the Niners, if the Niners get through uh, the Packers and they get through their, their hated division rival, um, who is massively more talented than them on paper. Yeah. But you can't beat the hat. You just Rams yeah. might be more talented, but they can't beat the Niners. They can't beat the just Niners. They're in it. their heads. That's right. No, that, the funniest part about the in your head thing was uh, the, the, Niners were losing seventeen to nothing to the Rams the last game they played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I understand the Niners came back and won, but if you're in someone's head, you don't let them get up seventeen nothing on you. That does, that's not how that works. So yeah, no, that that's that's correct. It's it's a nice theory and uh, you know nice something to throw out in talking point all week, but no, that. But the first it, time they played, not the Niners game. whipped them. Yeah, they they did. Uh, but the Rams came back and then were whipping up on them and, and just uh, lost it late. But yeah, I don't think there's anything to the whole being in the, in his head thing. Uh, but I'm, I'm still definitely looking forward to the, to the game just for the, the two minds sort of battling against each other and, and figuring out the chess pieces and putting them in the right place. I, I've got very high expectations for, for, for that one. And as far as the chiefs go, just use your speed. Just, just you're, you're faster than everybody else. Just use your damn speed. Yeah, don't don't have to be cute. No, just be yeah, better don't have to be than too them. cute. Exactly. Bengals are the Bengals are a nice story, but they, the Chiefs are clearly the better team, 
and they and they they look healthy finally. Exactly, that, that's the big key. Uh, Cheetahs is healthy and, and fast, and Mahomes is healthy and, and able to protect himself and able to run around and break the pocket if he has to. Uh, yeah, that when that team is is at its best and healthy, yeah, I, I don't know who can touch them. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bed. Yeah, you did more than that. Yeah, there's one thing. The one thing I feel like I just can't. I feel like I just can't get enough sleep right now. Sure. Yeah, so you're still still battling, still recovering. Uh, it. Allegedly, um, there's a show next Sunday. Uh, I'll let you know because I know I told you I'm going to be out of town on Saturday and Sunday. That's still the plan. Um, so as long as we're home at a decent enough hour that I can get all my thoughts collected for. Uh, Honors and dishonors, I'll be there. Otherwise, I'll let you know and probably end up, uh, we can move it to Monday. But that would be the latest I would do it would be Monday if it doesn't work for Sunday. Okay. But for now, uh, I'm probably, I, I that's uh, stuff I can put together this week too, you know, to get ready for mm-hmm. it. So, Although I'm very, you know, last minute kind of thing. Like, I already have all the awards. It's just taking the time to, <laughs> like, write it down. Um, I usually just end up putting it all together right before the show. So I've got this stuff all in my head all year. It's crazy. All right. So I got my notes here. Keeping up, especially because my my categories don't change. Right. So yeah, mine's are you know kind of coming to me uh, as the year goes on. Then I have to go back and make sure I didn't miss any uh, right. news items and whatnot. Uh, so it's a little more uh, work that goes into it for me, but. Uh, no, we 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 both get ready in our own ways, and and uh, I'll be ready next weekend, next Sunday, and uh, I'll schedule the show for next Sunday. And if it has to be changed, it'll be uh, Monday. Yeah, but I would uh, say Sunday. Yeah, I, I would expect by you know for by the Sunday at nine normal time. Yeah, okay. honors and dishonors. It'll be it'll be fun. It's always a good show. Always, yeah. I always appreciate yeah. those shows because. We don't have a crack production staff, and we will both pull out things that the other one forgot about mm-hmm. or that the other one never even knew about. And those are always the fun ones for me. Like Sometimes there's a story or something that I see or something that comes up. I kind of just file away, <laughs> you know, and uh, then all of a sudden it comes out for, for honors and dishonors or for a hall of infamy, and you're like, oh, you know – didn't know you were paying attention to that. Yeah, it, it, those are always fun ones when we sneak one, uh, sneak ones through on the other, or something happened that we didn't quite ever really touch on on the show, but then it shows up in an award. Those are fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, that's why I look forward to it uh, so much because we definitely get a chance to recap. That's the whole point, as we say, we recap and touch on and, and highlight the things that the league doesn't necessarily want you to remember. Or, uh, they yeah. don't want you to, to think about any, you know. We, we, we're going to have a lot of Raiders uh, on the show for, for me, as far as I'm concerned. I can give that part away right now. <laughs> no, Don't think the league wants you to think about the Raiders. The Chiefs got cut. You see that? DUI? Or, or no, uh, assault with a deadly weapon? Ooh. This this kid that the Raiders drafted. Oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and, uh, Arnett. Yeah, Arnett. And, and then the Chiefs had him on their squad, and then they just, like, oh, <laughs> nope. We, 
we, we took a chance. We, 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 it took a chance. We, we, did, we didn't pay attention to the character part. We, 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 we're going to give you another chance, going to bring you in, and, oh, look, you're going to show us the exact same character that you had when you were with the Raiders. So, yeah. Yeah, the Chiefs, Chiefs learned the hard way. I just think it's funny that when, when Mike Mayock and, and John Gruden took over there about how they were all about these, like, high-character guys. We're going to change the culture. Um, don't think you guys changed much of the culture there. Yeah. No, it, everyone says that when they come in. We're going to change the culture. We're going to yeah, new we're culture. We're going after like, all these high-character guys. Right. Uh, maybe they've been hijinks, like a lot of characters. Like, yee <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's late for me, too. All right. <laughs> we don't want to give away too much for our show next week because this is the kind of stuff we talk about. Any thoughts on the Hall of Fame for baseball? Because that's a joke. <laughs> um, yeah, the same thoughts that, I, that I've always had. One in, guy. In house, which is. One um, guy got in. Which is any Hall of Fame that looks at the the you know most Cy Youngs of all time and the most home runs and and they're not in, uh, but yeah, you play DH your whole life and smile. Yeah, you're in. That's I don't <laughs> I don't care how many asterisks you got to put after Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds names. Don't care. They are Hall of Famers. To pretend like they they didn't play is is so by so the dumb. very by its very name can't get more famous Hall of Fame. <laughs> this is why we have one because we are sticking our thumb in their eye. Talk about fame because fame is not always something glorious or great, right? Fame can be bad, but That's why yeah. It's... Hall of Fame slash Hall of Infamy. That's the Hall of Infamy. That's why you can't tell me that those two guys aren't Hall of Famers. Come on. What a joke. It's a complete joke. Um, And now they're ineligible, so now they can be in our Hall of Fame. (laughs) Uh, They could be. be. I'm not going to do it because they're going to be in one day. I don't know if we're going to be alive for it, but they're going to be in the Hall of Fame one day. They're waiting for Pete Rose to die. Then they're going to put him in. Yes, he'll be in one day. He'll be long dead when it happens. That's true. Um, but all these old sports writers that are keeping Bonds and Clemens and, and even Sosa and McGuire, who I think are also Hall of Famers, uh, all those yeah. old guys are dying off slowly too, uh, which brings up the point of that I saw uh, some columnists point out that they, changed, they basically changed the rules of eligibility for almost looking for this day that Bonds and Clemens were going to keep gaining votes and keep gaining momentum towards the Hall of Fame because the every year, you know, the, the voting uh, yeah. body gets younger and younger. And the younger people that come in are going to be like, oh, this is stupid. Of course they're Hall of Famers. Uh, but it used to be 15 years, as we both know, uh, that you could be on the ballot. And now it's 10. Because if you gave them 15, they probably would have made it. So it's almost like they changed it just for this, just looking ahead and, and looking at this day. I don't even think so this is so stupid because if you need teen years of voting to get into the home, <laughs> you're not a Hall of Famer. Probably not a Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, all, all respect to the guys Everybody that got gets in. Everybody to come up there. once. That's what it should be. <laughs> Hall of Fame, yay or nay. Five years after you retire, you are on the ballot. You are in or you are out. 
that's it. You don't get to keep trying over and over and over and over again. No, you're gonna. Well, he's at sixty-eight percent now, so he's almost <laughs> there. What do you mean? Who? What's gonna change? So you're gonna make me reference the the NFL and then their mandatory five guys for every Everybody year for the Hall it. of Fame. So everybody eventually gets it. plus that guy who had two tackles in the 1947 uh-huh. yep uh, championship game. They're all everybody in. eventually is gonna get it. You in. get in. You get in. You get in. It's like Oprah. I don't know. You they're they're both stupid. Thing. They're both stupid. That's why we make fun of this all the time. But I, I knew exactly. I'd get a laugh out of you bringing oh. up the the big poppy <laughs> thing. He's a Hall of Famer. That Barry Bonds, though. Sure. No. No. The Poppy it, it, it smiled a lot. Poppy, here's the, the the worst part about it. Poppy has PED uh, history as well. Didn't he fail that test, that, that anonymous sure. test? But we're going to ignore that because he's Poppy and he smiles. And he talks about this is our fucking city and we love Poppy. That's the whole thing. <laughs> it's all about who we like and, and who, we, who, we, who we're friends yeah. with. No, it's all I, it's about. And yeah. one guy, you tell me I didn't see who the list was, but I, I guarantee you I could look at that list and find more than one guy. Uh, Bonds and Clemens, right it. off the top. Again, Those two, if, if yeah. they're not in, the rest of it is a complete joke. I don't just even like in. even you know one what? of them. Just put them in. You don't even have to have a ceremony. Just put them in. They're, they're, <laughs> they don't have to they're give obviously speech. in. Just put them in. Now, Instant rule, no matter what you did, if you're the the number one in one of the major categories of all time, you're in. Top home run hitter, top hits leader, automatic yeah. in, no matter what yeah. you did. Top wins leader, top saves, top everything. If you're number one on that, you're just you're just in. We don't have to have a balance. Barry Bonds Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer before the juice. Right. So was, was Clemens. We have three MVPs of the Pirates before he gained 50 pounds of muscle. Three of them. <laughs> so ridiculous. And Roger Clemens, too. Sure. I mean, he was modern-day, sort of like Dolan Ryan. Right. I was about to say, I can't really even tell when Clemens was supposed to start juicing because he kind of came up as a big-ass Texan with a you know square yeah. head and uh, big-ass thighs and just mowing yeah, you yeah. down. Yeah, he he kind of didn't hearing... change a lot of things about these guys with the juicing where it became more of like a recovery thing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or coming back from an injury or something like that. So I, I think for Clemens, it was probably more of it led to the the length of the career. Right. He was able to get back on the mound after some of the But I'm not, I'm not of the opinion that Roger Clemens was just juicing the whole time. I, I don't no. get that sense. No, he was just a he was born a big ass Texan. That, that's yeah. He, he was he was just born with a lot of that. Um, but if it was like managing fatigue, or like I said, you know, bouncing back, or just keeping on the muscle without having to put in all the work, be, being lazy, cutting corners. But every, if it was from an era of baseball when everybody was doing, it's not like those were the two guys doing it. Nobody else was doing it, so keep them out. Yeah, they were uh, they were pretty good even before that, and they were right. uh, even if, uh, yeah, you're right. There's a whole lot of guys in their locker rooms that were also doing it, and they weren't putting up the numbers that those two were. No, no, there were other guys. You know, this is why. why uh, oh my God, what was uh, yeah, Brady Anderson? That's why he's not in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> that is still you the know. funniest. Uh, you go down a list of uh, his his years for home runs and you got yeah. two, three, twelve, thirteen, Bitty. fifty. 
God. <laughs> Can you possibly get more obvious? Yes. Yeah. Right. All right. Now I'm done. <laughs> Next. <laughs> now I'm done. For, 44 minutes. I keep uh, screaming uh, yeah. you along here. No. I'm fe- now I'm feeling it. So now I'm done. Okay. Because I'm actually like uh, starting to like cloud up, you know, like. Right. Feeling as like, oh, okay, I'm gonna have to start coughing and sneezing. I don't want to be dealing with that. So I'm going to. I'm, I said it 20 minutes ago. I'm really mean at this time. I'm going to bed. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, wish your uh, your wife and your your kids uh, best wishes from me and and get better and uh, glad glad it, uh, uh, glad you guys are turning the corner and, and starting to get over this shit. Uh, yeah, it was, so, a, yeah. it was a miserable week. It was a miserable week. It just it, I I made sure. That I got the goop in between shows. See, see <laughs> what I did there for the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, just so you pulled those Sarah Palin's as you're telling me, you went out and got it on just, purpose and spread right, it around I everybody. Made sure that if I was gonna get the goop, I was gonna get it on my terms, and I was gonna uh-huh. get it in between shows, so I didn't ruin any of our our shows, you know. Okay. And John Wayne. The government, uh, the government in Burkina Faso collapsed. Oh, so I, I saw that. I think half our, about three quarters, half of our <laughs> listenership's probably gone now. Shout out to Burkina Faso, whoever's still alive. Uh, best wishes and, and hopefully. Yeah, hope, uh, <laughs> we hope you're enjoying military coup. <laughs> right. Hope you're enjoying our our show uh, from your from your jail cell or, or whatever happened over there. As uh, with all of your Bills Super Bowl champion T-shirts, <laughs> yes. Oh God, we were terrible. Okay, now now you're really really done. Now I'm done. I'm turning off my mic. Good night. <laughs> oh, and, and and there he goes. Uh, so Jay, recovering from the goop, uh, gave us uh, an hour and forty six minutes of, of of content, which is a lot more than he. Uh, than I thought he was going to and that he thought he was going to. But once we get rolling, that's what happens. And if you like our, our brand of humor and the way we get rolling, then definitely come back next weekend for our uh, honors and dishonors show. If you don't know what that is, that's simply, hey, NFL has their honors show where they give out their MVPs and their rookie of the year and their coach of the year, and they talk all glowingly about each other and all of that good stuff. If you like that, if you're into that, that's great. We do it a little differently around here at IMLD. We have – what we call our honors and dishonors. So we'll give out some positive awards. We'll talk about our, our players that we liked, our MVPs, our, our guys who we thought were the shit or the drizzling shits. Uh, and that's the dishonors part. We also talk about the worst players, the worst decisions. We touched on that a little bit with the Raiders. And boy, oh boy, what a, what a year they had. Uh, some of the things that the NFL would not necessarily want you to remember, we will bring them back and we will – let you remember them and remind you in some cases of some of those things. Uh, that's what we do. Uh, we, we like to go back and uh, look back on, on the year and really give a spotlight to the things that, that everybody should remember and, and think about not just the good stuff, but, but some of the uh, more entertaining things as well. Some of the bad things as, as now my voice starts to go a little bit. Uh, so Jay, again, thank you for, uh, uh, fostering through and fighting through and, and coming on and doing the uh, conference finals show 2022 NFC and AFC finals for the right to go to the super duper bowl. We will see how that turns out tomorrow. Uh, high expectations after last weekend. Uh, we'll see if these two games can possibly live up to, to the hype. 
All right. He was Jay. I am Dre. This has been in much less detail the podcast. Thank you all for listening, especially in Burkina Faso. Uh, best wishes to all of you out there. And we'll be back next week. Conference title games coming up tomorrow. Honors and dishonors coming up next week, either Sunday or Monday. And we will talk to you then. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.